throughout the LA. Somebody needs to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, ho. Brett, Brett. What's happening? Mm. It's time to do it again. Uh, again and again and again. Yeah, what 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 Cool J said? They're doing it, they're doing it, they're doing it. Wow. <laughs> um all right, so let's get to it. This is the spotlight, my friend. Because you got you got a topic about a topic that became a topic. On another topic. Mm. <sighs> we just gonna go straight into it, huh? Well, I mean, what it, what 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 we what what is it about? Um. So this topic is about bringing somebody back that is long gone. Mm. Um. Whether it's personal, celebrity, this and that, and I can't even lie. I'm I'm gonna slide in somebody and then go with my real um answer with what i was kind of getting with uh-huh. with this topic but yeah it's just about bringing somebody back and why what your reasons well i saw we we've lost a lot of greats personally and you know in the world right 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 well we got a special entry that i want to get to Instead of oh, waiting sure. till the end of the show, Marcy okay. sent in her yes, answer already, the first lady. And, and she said kisses and hugs. By the way, oh, that's my boo, yeah, first lady. Yeah, get it wrong. Um, <laughs> so she said that she would bring back. Now she she picked one, but then she also picked two more that she wanted me I to see. add. And, Answering like me, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is <laughs> this is her original one, and then I'm gonna I'll add the other two. The other two is a package deal. Oh shit! I got a package deal. Oh yeah. my god! So okay. so um, her first one was Aaliyah, and okay. Aaliyah's death is on her birthday. Mm. Yeah. So and she feels that, and we had we had a quick discussion too. I said. That she was Beyonce before Beyonce, right? And yes. and so with that, like she said that she was young and she had a major impact. Like she mm-hmm. she came in looking like she was going to wear the crown automatically. Oh yeah. And so Marcy feels like you know I mean obviously that's what it was like her life was cut short and mm-hmm. she wasn't we weren't able to get to to see if she would have been on Beyonce's level. Cause technically she was in her spot before she got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to say this real quick on, on that. Aaliyah is one of those people who I feel would have made the game go a different direction. Mm-hmm. It, that could be a whole nother episode. Cause I got a few where I feel that we lost them and that we lost them too early in the music game. And I feel like R&B or hip-hop or whatever would have been a little different than what it is now. Mm-hmm. But I feel that way with Aaliyah, especially when when Timbaland started taking over her shit. 
Uh, yeah, I, I really think her still being around would have made the the R and B for women different than what it is today. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And like I said, that was that was Marcy's first one. Mm-hmm. And then so she had Marcy. she had another one. She mm-hmm. said she couldn't. It it is like. Is Ooh, it, I really it, hope it's it, not the same one. It, it's impossible for for her not to say Kobe. And oh yeah, my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. That well, there there we go. There's my part of the show. Yeah, yeah. So she, that's who I was bringing back. She's that. De- she's definitely bringing back Kobe <laughs> mm-hmm. and Gigi. You know, yep. Kobe and Gigi. She's definitely bringing back together. Okay, um, first lady. Yeah, yeah. So you know, shout out to the wife. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying she want to get her a little two cents in. Yeah, that's that's exactly who I'd be bringing back. It was a package deal. Once you said package deal, I already knew. Yeah, we got too many bits like this on several episodes. Right, but um, yeah, because the well, Kobe obviously like one of the greats. And he was leaving behind not only a legacy in NBA, but he was he would have changed. I mean, he still is changing uh, the league for women, mm-hmm. and you know the younger women at that. And his daughter would have taken that legacy and continued it. Um, I mean, they have the school, they have all all kinds of stuff still because of him. But she would have like. <laughs> She would have changed the game for women playing basketball. Mm. Like, and it's sad we won't get to see how much she would be like her dad on the court. Right, right, and that's that's what um that's exactly what Marcy said. Marcy was like, she would have changed the game for women's basketball. Yeah, yeah, she would have been female Kobe because she was a beast. Yeah, the she clips was. you've seen, she's yeah. a beast. Well, we got. I actually got to see her play in person. Being coached mm. by her, being coached by her dad, yeah, it was one of uh case and tournaments. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, he had a tournament. I need to catch a flight and come to some of Case's games because shit, he be around everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, um, you know that was, it was random. It was just one of those mm-hmm. things where you never know, you know, who gonna be at mm-hmm. the gym. You know what I'm saying? Right. Next thing you know, you see a certain court that's uh, roped off. Can't nobody mm-hmm. get over there. Of course. And then you and see, you Kobe. see somebody coming yeah. in. Yeah. And, and here's the thing though. Kobe comes in through the front door, just leaves out the back door. So he <laughs> he, you know, he still does his thing. He walks through everybody, you know what I'm saying? Speaking, mm-hmm. but he coaching. You you could just see mm-hmm. like 90% of the gym. Like this, there's, there's like 15 courts. Mm-hmm. And 90% of the damn people in the building just over there watching Kobe coach. Right. His daughter, but, you know, nonetheless, he coached. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I got to see him play one time. I went to a Lakers game way back in the day. I Mm -hmm. mean, way back. Uh, Shit, I was 21. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been some years. Um, But I got to watch him play, and amazing. I don't even – I don't think Lakers won that game, though, to be honest. But just watching – I seen them uh, play twice in person. Once against Chicago, the Chicago Bulls and Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. and the other one was I think Toronto. Uh, yeah, I watched them play against the Bulls too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I I actually met Kobe before, but this was this. Was, I think this might have been 
rookie Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um, he opened up uh, a park on the east side one year, and he on a blue suit. He had on like a blue suit with some uh, Timberlands on. Okay, <laughs> niggas wearing Timberlands in LA just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> yo, like, what is you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yo, yo. Let me tell you before. Like when he got that when he got that uh that contract with Nike again, mm-hmm. that's when he started dressing better. But prior to that, oh my God, Kobe. He he, he still had that East Coast in him. Yeah. yeah. Once you get to the West Coast, you don't need them Tims. Like <laughs> some of those fits was he he really went from he went from the baggy jeans era to the cause Michael Jordan was wearing some terrible tailored jeans. Dyke, them shits was boot cut, Brent. <laughs> Michael Jordan used to wear boot cut jeans. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. Then Kobe. Then Kobe went from that to to joggers. Like you get mm-hmm. you you either saw him in some joggers. Sometimes, like he never uh, he, he was either in a suit or some joggers. Yep. Boy, that man can put on a suit though. When he put on a suit, niggas fly. Yeah, man, that's cold right yeah. there. That's cold. Mm-hmm. All right, so so uh, who you got? Who you got? Or do you well, want? Shit, or do you want to go first? No, I that Marcy took mine. Unless you want me to pull somebody else out of a hat. Oh, that was it. It was Kobe. Yeah, it was Kobe and Gigi. It was a package deal. Okay, look at y'all thinking this. Y'all, it's the Virgo. I know. It's, it's the, the Vir- Virgo. It's in the it. Virgo. Yeah, we we be right here. Y'all niggas is crazy. Telepathy, we'd be right here. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I, I guess we just going to come on with it. I guess we're going to keep it LA because I'm definitely bringing Nip back. Yeah. I'm definitely bringing Nip yeah. back. I have to. Mm-hmm. I have to. That would be, that would probably be the most important decision in LA mm-hmm. in the history of LA. Mm hmm. He was changing shit. He had a different mindset than. Anybody else. I, I missed out on the opportunity because um I I wasn't aware of the actual <laughs> time, dates, or location. Um because it, it was kind of one of those things where you had to you had to really pay attention to his camp at that time. But mm-hmm. when he was at the House of Blues, uh mm-hmm. and I forgot it was another place too where he was selling his he was signing all the uh the ones who purchased the um the pre-order or whatever, bought the hundred dollar, the whole hundred dollar mixtape or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was signing the, he was signing autographing them. And I'm like, that, that right there. And the fact that you could have had the opportunity, because I actually did bump into him in person before, but it was, it was under different circumstances. Like he would go up to the, uh, that Kaysen's game. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. He would go up to he would go up to the LA um the what you call it twenty four hour fitness. He would go up to the twenty four hour fitness mm-hmm. on everybody uh, be going yeah on uh, on La Brea is uh, mm-hmm. is in, in the Ladera Center or Ladera City. Uh, he would uh-huh. go he would go up in there. Uh, it'd be like a like you know ten fifteen cats or whatever, and they'd be in there lifting weights and stuff like that. Um, but that's a person who understands and knows the LA streets. He had the ears and the attention of 
the 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 gangs, including the rivals, um, and he was built. He was buying back the block, and not only that, I think the most important thing what he meant to the community is that he was teaching us every interview on how to do mm-hmm. stuff, motivating us, and yeah. I think that was. I think that was probably one of the most dangerous black men we've ever had because he was willing to teach us without charging us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Through, yeah. through through telling us his experiences of how <clears throat> he was hustling and banging in the streets, he also will tell you how what he invested in and how he came up with the idea of this and what I'm trying to do and the plan is this and you got to do this. It was always gems in his episodes connected mm-hmm. to his experiences. And yeah. the reason why I would I would choose him is because I'm much closer to a cat like that than I am to any other type of celebrity. And we're yeah. from the same backyard. Mm-hmm. So for a cat, so for a cat that's from one of the most notorious gangs in America, um, to say, "Look, I'm trying to make this money. I'm trying to buy my own and own it, and I want y'all to do the same mm-hmm. and put and put all that the rivalry to the side, and and you right. know, and 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 made music with, you know." Back, you know, you know, Britt, back in the 90s, nigga, they, 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 was, the 90s. they wasn't rapping. Like, West Side Connection was the closest thing to unity. Bow down. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you got Dub C mm-hmm. and Mac 10 on the same, you know, in the same mm-hmm. group, that was groundbreaking or whatever, but that was more West commercial. Side, gonna gain, gonna gain. Yeah, yep. yeah. You, you, hold on, real quick. Speaking of West Side and Mac 10, you seen Mac 10's hair lately? Nah, what he got? He got braids or something. That like shit. That? He had braids. He took that shit out and just he trying to do the. Uh, he didn't get it permed like Snoop, but he just letting it out like. Oh, <laughs> like Snoop, got, but oh, that shit one. swinging. Oh, okay. He got it pressed out. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm like, okay. Pan sense, pan 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 sense, pan yeah, man, that's why yeah. I would definitely have to bring Nip back. Like I cried, yeah. like had... I cried, cried, man. I cried yeah. like I cried like that was the last piece of hope we had. Yeah, that was that that one hit a different spot. Like when it, it's just when you listen to his interviews and even his music, like he had a different mindset than than other street niggas they just it's different like he was about building a business and like putting stuff out there into the universe because he knew it was going to come back to him in a certain way and he wasn't trying to live the way that others were living because that's not how you're going to get ahead in life and you really need to be about your bit like if you i think it was a interview with big boy and i was just like blown away with how he thinks it was different. It's not like most not only that rappers and I, I, I you gotta give a man some credit when he was literally he were literally shout out the people who taught him what he needed to go. 
you know, or what he needed mm-hmm. to do and things mm-hmm. like that. Like he, he, he want is no second guess. He would, he would literally tell you like, yo, I talked to such and such and they told me how to do this, that, and the third. So that's how I applied right. it to. And it's like, we ain't had nothing after that. Nothing. Nope. And, um, I know this came out on Instagram a couple weeks ago. Did you hear, uh, or see him Snoop talking about, uh, Dre wanted Nip to play Snoop and, yeah, uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah, he turned it and down. And he turned it down because he couldn't do, like, he couldn't do that. Yeah. But his reason why was like, wow. Because anybody else, like, no, let me get that check. Ooh, I can play Snoop. But he didn't want to be remembered as Snoop. For being Snoop. Yeah. Yep. Because I'll tell you what, Jason Mitchell, the one who was in, uh, the Shy. Shy. Yeah. No, he easy eating me. Like <laughs> when I that's see a him, fact. I'm like, oh, that's hey, what you call it though? What was that? What was that movie called with um with Mary J. Blige, Mudbound? Yep, that was good. He, that was that oh, was that was good. That was he good. killed he, that. Yeah, he was he was but, good in that one. He was good in that one. Yeah, but when you see him though, you like, man, that's easy e. Yeah, and that's there's a few other celebrities. That um, play roles and stuff. I'm like, oh no, that's so Rick, so. Uh, like, Rick from think... The Walking Dead. Rick, yeah. Rick from The Walking <laughs> Dead. He, I don't care what other. I don't care if he become a new Superman. He will always mm-hmm. be Rick from The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I mean, that was smart on Nip's part because a lot of people didn't even know who Nip was until that happened. Yeah, he had, he, then, had, he had more of a, I wouldn't necessarily call it an underground, but more of a street. He had more of a street name because you see, after he passed away, the amount of love that he got throughout mm-hmm. the country. But you notice how it starts with the hoods. Yeah, from those it other was cities LA. And states. Yeah, from those other cities, the, it, the Detroits and the Chicago's yeah. and the New York's, you know what I'm saying? And the Houston's and stuff like that. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. It went through the hood first. Uh, yeah, man, he would have changed a lot, though. He would have changed a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. Look, look at us killing it hmm. <laughs> with the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, honorable mention. Well, honorable mention was going to be personal. I bring back my nana, and I've been saying this a few times uh, over the last few years because my son I know would be entertaining my nana. Like this, the humor that Zai has Mm -hmm. is similar. Like it just, there's so it's crazy. There's so much that he does or how he acts. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's my grandmother. Like, and she never got to meet him or see him, you know? So I, I, it's for that, but that might be a selfish reason, <laughs> but I would just love to see how that would have, uh, gone down if she had to gotten the chance to be around him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Um, well, I'm still got, I'm still not going to go the personal route, you know? Okay. Uh, it'd be pretty easy to say my mom, obviously, but of course, no, yeah. because I believe I'm okay with, I'm, I'm okay with hoping that when it's all said and done 
and my book is written, then I'll be able to see them on the other side. Right. So I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cool I don't. I don't that. even want to call cool this person an honorable mention. They're actually a one A one B type of person. But I definitely mm-hmm. got to bring back Robin Williams. That's a mm-hmm. fact. Definitely got to bring back Robin Williams. Some somebody that I wasn't expecting that one. Somebody that I didn't necessarily know that I was looking up <laughs> to in a comedic way, because I mm-hmm. was so attracted to how he made other people happy. Mm-hmm. You know, like he had this energy that that gave you energy to just to be happy, mm-hmm. and he was just naturally funny. You know what I mean? And you didn't have, it didn't have nothing to do with no dark humor or anything like that. We already know no. he's extremely talented because, uh, he's, he, he, we already know about Mrs. Doubtfire. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh my God. I love so, that movie. you know, <laughs> so. Have you ever seen his HBO stand up? Uh, I've watched the stand up before, but I never watched it all the way through. So I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah, this one I remember him having a bunch of water bottles on a on a stool, and he was I, going, he was drinking water like fucking crazy through this stand up. But um, no, that one I remember that stand up. It's been a while, but I remember it being so funny. And it's not dark humor; it's goofy. Is this goofy? And, but it was so yeah, it was so funny. He, he was just—he's just naturally like he—he he just grabs your attention, kind of mm-hmm. like he's kind of like a a safer like Dave Chappelle, right? Because because <laughs> yeah. anywhere Dave Chappelle goes, like they're either sitting there waiting to laugh or to be enlightened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Robin Williams, it was just you just felt like. You wouldn't understand seeing him sad because that's not him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I think, and I think that's why it was a big shock when you know he he left us because you know you you just never know. You never know yeah. what people be. You never know what people be dealing with. People be so happy mm-hmm. on the outside and lonely in the inside. Yeah. Oh, I, I just looked it up. It's. The special is called Live on Broadway, and it looks like you can watch it on HBO Max, Prime, Paramount. That that stand-up was freaking hilarious. Yeah. And he was drinking that water like crazy. But, um, yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely a different breed in, in the comedy, that's for sure. Um and you're right. He is a safe, like Dave Chappelle type. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, because just think about it. Like he could say whatever he, where he want to say is going to be funny, and then mm-hmm. he's going to capture your like. It's going to be silent as a mouse if he start talking about world problems or something like. You that. know what? He's Dave Chappelle meets Jim Carrey. Yes, that's perfect. That's exact. That's exactly what he is. And Jim, oh my God, Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What I like about Jim Carrey, we can go see. This is what happens. We get hey, going. You, if you put Jim Carrey, <laughs> if you put Jim Carrey, uh, Greg Popovich, in the same room together, 
Oh my mm. God. <laughs> and Will Farrell. Oh my God. Yeah. Some funny people out there. Mm-hmm. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, yeah. those were some dope people to bring back. Mm-hmm. Um, we can only hope that we'll be able to see them again one day. Mm-hmm. I'm be courtside watching Kobe and Gigi. Yeah, that's Different a fact. Games. That's a fact. That's a fact. Season tickets, both. All right, Britt. I guess it's time for us to wrap this one up because we have another one. We do. Oh, we do. We're starting the year off strong. Yeah, it's starting Just strong like we finished last year. A lot of drama. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right, let's About r- to get me worked up. There we go. There we go. Throw your hood up. Throw your hood up. Yeah, throw some little John or something. All right, we, let's wrap this one up and let's go get to the drama. Let's wrap it up, B. We wrap that shit up, son. <laughs> All right. All right.